Full Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn and Phil. Exploring and expanding the consciousness. Learning from each other. We discuss and explore our journeys of spiritual development. You are now tuned in to the Full Circle Frequency. Hello and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Good evening, Glenn. Good evening, Julie. How are you both? Hi, Hello, Phil. Phil. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Julie. After you, ladies first. Oh. Ooh. Well, I'm I, okay. I think he was talking to me. Was he? <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, going to say, I've not been called a lady before. <laughs> I'm all right. Yes, it's uh, been a busy week. It seems to be going really fast, actually. So uh, I'm feeling better, though, because I've not been too well. I've been forced to have a slowdown, which I've not been very happy mm. about. But uh, That's interesting. You it is. Mm. It is. Mm. Actually, Glenn, you go on, you you go, because we've just had this conversation. We have, ah. yeah, off here there. Uh, me and Phil was having a conversation, was asking how we've, we've both been over the last few weeks. And mm. um, we were saying that we've noticed a shift in the environment, in the universe, to such a degree that we've had an enforced rest. Ah. Um, it's almost as if our work life and everything else has had to slow down a little bit to give us that time to recalibrate and just um, do the, some research and allow our new energies to align with us. So it's it's quite uncanny, uncanny that you've that is, experienced yeah. a similar thing. Yeah, well, I'm very physical. I do a lot of exercise, but I've been forced mm. to have a complete rest, really, for about three weeks from exercise. Yeah. So that's very so unusual for that's me. That's the same for me, Julie, because I was going to go swimming again this week. I was, oh. I was due to start swimming again on Monday. Yeah. And I haven't been. Right. Yeah. Um, just Same because, I've, to be honest, I haven't wanted to go, so I haven't gone. Mm. I'm going to go back next week. But obviously, yeah. for I've, I've had that break because of having that tattoo, so yeah. I wasn't able to go. But um, I've noticed an energy shift within me as well, especially since the, um, the new the moon, moon on the 4th yeah. of November. Yeah. Um, there's been a, a massive energy shift, I feel, in the collective there, so... Yeah. And Something's for the better as well. Yeah, things are being uncovered, I think, and mm. the veil is lifting. Very empowering. Mm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So we've got oh, a fantastic episode now for today, for, for this evening. Um, and I'm so looking forward to this. Now, mm. one of our guests for this for this evening has already actually been on the podcast a couple mm. of weeks ago that we met up with at the Mind, Body and Spirit, Spirit show. show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, we're going across to the paranormal this evening and uh, delving in, delving into that side. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So Fascinating. I'd like to welcome two guests from the Retford Ghost Hunters, um, the paranormal investigation team, um, Rachel Parsons, founder and managing director of the Retford Ghost Hunters, and Gary Brumby um, from the team as well. So welcome, both of you. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Good evening, both of you. How are you both? 
Marvellous, yeah. Yep, very well, thank you. Brilliant, brilliant. Good. So, do you, we've obviously we've just been talking about the energy shifts there. Do you, do you do either of you work with energies? Have you felt those? Have you felt a shift yourselves over the last mm. couple of weeks? I think all? activity's been amazing, hasn't it? Yeah, we've been getting some really good activity. I mean, there was a solar flare, wasn't there, uh, yesterday or the day before? Yes. So yeah. that, that's going to have changed a lot of the energy around. Yeah, definitely. So I wonder if that's what we've been picking up on as well. So, mm. yeah, brilliant. Definitely. So, um, what the wind been? The wind is, you know, we've had a bit of wind. We have, oh, just not a bit. personally. No, it's apparently it's come from the sun. Oh, so, okay. it's a bit interesting. So, yeah, it's got to got to make an effect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, can you tell us where you're located right now? I was just because going to say that we're, we're very interested. <laughs> what right now? Yes. Yeah. If you could just describe Where it to the you? listeners, that'd be great. <laughs> Go on, Gary. <laughs> well, we're actually um, in the middle of nowhere, down a, a lane, and it's uh, reputedly a haunted, haunted lane. Um, there is a sighting, there's been many sightings of a black dog, what they call a padfoot, and he walks from the village church through the village, then all the way down this long lane to the, the River Trent. And then disappears. And um, there's a story of a chap that once stood in his way and tried to stop it. Mm. And the dog actually uh, went through him and they found him on the floor. And ever since that day, he was paralyzed all the way down his left-hand side. Right. That's okay. the story. Right. Oh, yeah. So we're just uh, quite vulnerable. Yeah, I guess. I'm just going to lock my doors, actually. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do a little investigation after, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. brilliant. Oh, fantastic. See what happens. Oh, tonight. Nice. we might tune in for that into that for a bit. Is that going to be on Facebook, Rachel? We could go on main page, yeah, 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 yeah. We could do, yeah, yeah. We'll oh. do a little live. Oh, we might. Mm. Oh, we'll we'll tune in for that while your while your episodes rendering down and everything. And we might tune into that on Facebook then. Yeah, mm. marvelous, good. Lovely. So tell us about tell us how you came to came to put Retford Ghost Hunters together. Mm. Okay. Well, um, I've been investigating on and off for about 20 years. I started it 20 years ago, um, going out with some people. I worked in a very haunted manor house, which got me interested. But coming from a very religious background, where my parents yeah. were born-again Christians, and yeah. so was the rest of my family, yeah. been brought up quite staunch, um Oh, well, well, Pentecostal, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I used to be a Sunday school teacher myself. I used to lead meetings and everything else. And um, But always had an interest because I used to see spirit when I was little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, I always got told it was evil. Stay away from it. It's the devil. <laughs> um, so, and I did believe that. But as you grow older and you learn things and you experience things yourself, you take your own journey, and I started to get these experiences at the hall. Um, I got got a bit interested, and we started doing ghost hunts at the hall. We actually ended up on Most Haunted on one of their episodes. Oh, nice. And um, then I had a bit of a dip, um, bringing up you know my daughter and stuff like that, and just family things and work, and but always still kept having experiences. And then um, about three years ago, somebody invited me to, to join their team. 
uh, to say, well, they were setting up a team and said, would I come along? She said, oh, we think your personality would be great on camera and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, oh, go on then, I'll give it a go. <laughs> I did not? one night, mm-hmm. every piece of dust was an orb. Every little <laughs> knot, creak was spirit. And I thought, oh, I can't be doing with this. This is, <laughs> yeah. this is rubbish. I want reality. I want, I want some answers. Yeah. So I went yeah. home and I said to my partner, I said, oh, I'm not going back. And he said, do you know what, Rach? Why don't you just start your own? Yeah. Well, that was at eight o'clock in the morning. He went to work. When he come back at five, I said, sit down. I said, why? I said, I've got something to tell you. I said, I need your credit card. <laughs> I said, it's because I've started my own team. He went, well, I've only been to work for eight hours. <laughs> I said, well, I have. And I'd gone around quite a few friends and gathered some people who were interested and a bit of word of mouth got about within that day. You know what Facebook's like? Yeah. And um, started Red for Ghost Hunters within probably three weeks. We were doing his first live. Yeah. And it has just gone from strength to strength. It's just amazing. Well done. So that's my little mm. testimonial. That's great. Yeah, I will. Sorry, Glenn. I was going to say, so how did you collate all the other members of the group? How did what, sorry? You collate. How did you get them all together for the group? Um, well, basically, went went round, went to speak to individuals and um, just made it, get, got a meeting at my house, ordered some pizzas and said, right, how are we going to do this? And actually, the, uh, my intention was to do edited version like go out with cameras we ordered yeah. load of cameras go out and film it and edit it and put a program together okay yeah but when i was actually doing my first investigation somebody rang me and said oh how's your ghost hunt doing and i said yeah it's all right it's all right yeah hmm. they said well why don't you go live on facebook and i said what do you mean they said well if you go on facebook there's that thing isn't there that says live facebook i said live. yeah, yeah. Mm. why don't you go on that so I, thought, I didn't know you could. <laughs> so I pressed it, and there you go. That was his first live. It wasn't even. It wasn't even intentional, mm. and um, that were it. <laughs> that is simply. That's it. Never looked back since then. No. I think we had about four watches, and now we're excited. And to think mm. now, I mean, when I've been, when I've when I've been on your lives, when I've been watching, um, and I've I've seen a few. I've got a couple of favourites. Um, there's thousands. Of these thousands, we get on your thousands page. of views in the end. Yeah, we. That's I mean, brilliant. we don't start until we get about two fifty, do we? Yeah, yeah. We don't peg it out too long because people get mm-hmm. bored. But yeah, um, we like to wait for people to come on. But yeah, we're getting up to about averaging at what ten k. Yeah, between ten fifteen k, we get yeah. average. That seems incredible. Twenty. Mm. Yeah. It just Sometimes shows a freaky forty. Yeah. <laughs> it just shows you there's a genuine interest in all things paranormal. Isn't yeah, it really? it's amazing. We we just um, we have a different approach to the paranormal, and I think that's what's made us come so far so soon. Yeah, we stand out. Yeah, it's nice to. It's actually nice to when when I've watched your lives. Um, it's nice that actually you are an authentic group, and like oh, you were well, saying, so much. like you were saying every piece of dust for other people is an orb. And it's nice yeah. that you don't do that. It's not yeah. something that happens on your lives because yeah, it is, it's that on, it's, it's honest. I mean, and I know you've got people like Gary that 
Gar- I think Gary, you were saying. Um, <laughs> Gary, me debunker. The debunker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I have to debunk everything. <laughs> yeah. But to me, that's what a good paranormal investigation, a paranormal investigation team would do. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you, you can't just say, "Oh, that's that's paranormal." You know, there's a knock there or something's mm. going off. You, you've got to try and find out first why that's happened or for what reason that's going off. And if you can't explain it, that's when you say, "Right." Yeah, it could be paranormal. Mm. Yeah, I think as well, you have to remember that we are investigators and it's used quite loosely into it, paranormal investigator. But when you actually look at that, you're investigating paranormal activity yeah. to see whether it is paranormal or not. Yeah. And probably mm. nine out of ten, or probably more than that sometimes, it's not. You know, mm. there could be a reason. But you've, you've just got to always... We always look, don't we, to see if it's something yeah. else. Yeah. I usually send the team off, you know, like to review. Go- like when we heard the banging on the window the other night yeah. at the pub and I was like, go out now, quick, now, don't let them get away. <laughs> but there was nobody there. And, you know, but, but sometimes there is somebody there, isn't there? Mm. Like when we got tomatoes thrown at us. Oh, wow. Tomatoes. Oh, let's hear that story. Can you please? tell us about the tomatoes? <laughs> go on. Sorry, it wasn't. So tell us, tell about that story. Uh, it was uh, um, yeah, an old uh, library right. in uh, Scunthorpe that had been changed into a, a gym now. Yeah. And uh, there was some local um, youths, I'll call them that, that's the nice <laughs> across the way in a, a, a park, bit of parkland. And they were chucking fireworks at the door and chucking oh. these apples at the windows and just really getting on our nerves actually in the end yeah. and they just wouldn't leave us alone you know we we was in the building all on our own there was yeah. only um you know the team in there we luckily got the keys to the place yeah and these lads were just chucking these apples at us trying to scare us obviously it didn't scare us but we didn't want anything to happen to the building yeah. even when you even when we drove off the chucks oh yeah out. yeah we drove off and we was going down the road and they, they still managed to see things. which way we're going and threw things at the car and oh, going dear. by there's no, Funny. there's no need for that, is there? No. We enjoyed it, actually, because it's the first time that's ever happened to us. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll never forget it. <laughs> oh. Bizarre. So what type of different places do you go to? I mean, I've seen you at the the Queen's Head in Worksop. The, the, mm-hmm. Oh, I got excited because I saw you at the Greendale Oak the other week and I thought, oh, it's Greendale. That's literally down the road from me, but you weren't at the one at Cutney. It was a different, different one. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is two quite in close proximity, really, yeah, in, yeah. in a sense. Um, what kind of places? Well, we like to vary it up a little bit. We we do. We've had a run of indoor ones, haven't we? Nice really, really nice places. Mm. Um, we're getting invited um, a lot to some nice places, but. The other day we was all saying, oh, we just want a dirty derelict. Can you remember? Yeah. <laughs> was like, I really want to get mucky now. I want to get outside. So mm. that's why we did Colby Grange the other night. And we was like freezing and weeing outside and wildlife wheeze and <laughs> everything else. But it's part of it, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Part of yeah. it. Yeah. But I'm ready now to be indoors again. Yeah. <laughs> churches, abandoned churches, ruins. Uh, there's a place near Clipston which was uh, King John. Yes. You know, yeah, Robin Hood fame. Yeah. It, it, it was his uh, hunting lodge. There's only three walls left there now, but we've, we've been there uh, anywhere we can get, really. that has got sort of some yeah. history to it. We, we'd mm-hmm. like to do historic places. 
Yeah. Um, but the place that we went last was an old RAF tower that was used during World War II. Yeah. And then became a nuclear missile base. So that was interesting. And we did that the night before Remembrance Day. So it was, you know, the connection with the, um, with the the Remembrance Day, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm, I, I've done a few of them myself because um, I was involved in paranormal investigation because I'm a medium as well. Did you say that again? You broke up there. Oh, sorry. I was going to say um, I'm a, I've been involved in paranormal investigation myself as I'm a medium. And right. when you mentioned the tower there, was that in Lincolnshire by by any chance? Yeah, Lincolnshire way. Yeah, it was called right. Yeah, Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I've been to, is it Bim, RAF Binbrook before? And I experienced some further away. And yeah, I don't think we've done that one. Have we? No, uh, I think we've been broke. It's um, it has a lot of organised ghost hunts there. I don't think you can just wander on. Yeah, it, yeah, it has got like Cyriston. You can wander on. Yeah, we've got a few, haven't we? Yeah, Acaster You can wander on. Um, yeah, I think Scampton's coming up. Yeah, <laughs> that's Fantastic. gonna go in it. That's the one place I got scared. Um, Manby, Manby. Oh, I've been to that one. It's good there. Lots of energy there, and you know you can um, hear footsteps. Yeah. Um, we like as RAF bases, don't they? I'm an ex RAF child, so going around all them, I love it. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, have you got any favourite places, or actually? Actually, we'll talk about favourite place. What I really want to know is, have you been anywhere and had a really scary experience? Or has anything... Yeah, should we do the one? <laughs> Were you with us on that night? What's that? The Blue Coins. No, I didn't. Okay, well, I'll tell you my scariest then, okay? And, yeah. Um, people have heard this story loads of times, but we did... Um, there was a home, an old people's home in Sheffield. Right. And we we literally knocked on the door because we we noticed that people were living in there. And I actually thought they were homeless people. They were, uh, what do you call it, when they take over a building? Squatters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, this this gentleman opened the door and I said, hi, I says, we're coming in to look round. And he says, oh, okay. I said, yeah, I said, we're going to do a ghost hunt here if, if that's all right with you. We won't disturb you and all this. And um, he said, oh, my uncle owns that. I goes, yeah, of course he does. Yeah, we're going to come on this certain night, blah, blah, blah. I told him when we were coming. Yeah. Anyway, we mm-hmm. turned up and uh, noticed a car parked outside, didn't we? <laughs> well, it, it happened to be his and it was true. It was his uncle's place. <laughs> 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 I actually argued my way into this poor fella's dwelling. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. But he was so good and he let us he let us have the whole place. I think he just thought she's mental. <laughs> anyway, we had a really good night. We, he just let us go down into the corridors and what have you, and he stayed up out of the way. So we was in this one bedroom, which got very daunting. And uh, Mandy, who was she was with us, um, she's moved to Cornwall now. She's still on the team, though, isn't she? Yeah, um, she's our medium as well. And um, she was sensing this guy here in, in the room, and she was coming out with all these names, and our equipment was responding really well to what she was saying. And then all of a sudden, we had this, like, n- tink at the door, and... I said, quick, have a look now. Open that door now. And we opened the door and there was a blue coin that had settled oh. on the side. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and just to say, we did look back at the footage of us walking in and it wasn't there at that time. So anyway, I said, you shut the door, shut the door. And I said, right, if, if that's you, can you do it again? Well, it did, but it was in the room. <laughs> and it came across the room and we were literally having blue coins being thrown at us. Probably about four or five. Um, and then just as we were leaving, I said, right, if we leave, I want you to do one more, throw one more. And the Alice box said, deal. It said plastic, which they were plastic. And then next minute, this coin just went flying across the room. Well, I shot out of there. <laughs> I left the yeah. team. I passed my camera to somebody and I just ran off. I ran off. <laughs> I thought, wow, they're all laughing at me like. And as I ran, another coin came down and hit the ladders inside of me. So I were out of there. <laughs> out of there. So it really, really scared me that. It made me. Real, I kept thinking, oh, my God, what am I doing this for? What am I doing this for? But when I look back, we, we, we want to go back, don't we? Yeah. yeah. What about yours, Gary? Mine is, is like I say, the only the only place I've been scared was uh, RAF Manby. Yeah. And it was, mm -hmm. we didn't actually get to do a hunt on the time that we went. Uh, but I'd managed to climb in through the window and I was stood in there on my own. And there was just a real strange feeling in there. And I just had to get out as quick as I could. But so to me, that's the scariest place. Mm -hmm. But apart from that, I don't get scared, do I? Not really. Never, never do. Never get scared. If there's a noise, I'm straight to it. I'm just, mm -hmm. doesn't bother me at all. I no. think that's the best idea. You've got to run towards it, haven't you? You know. And, I like uh, getting scared. I think it, it makes you want to go again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Very interesting, fascinating. Mm. <laughs> I think, I think I'd want to go back if to, for that experience because I think you'd. Would you? Do you think you'd look at it a bit different? Would you think you would act differently, Rachel, if you went back? Like you possibly wouldn't run away. What if I went again? Yeah, I'd be totally different. Mm. More experience now because mm. that was early days. Mm. Um, I'd probably challenge it a little bit more, trying to find out what you know, what's doing it. Because pol yeah. poltergeist activity, I'm still not sort of like, I'm still sort of like querying what it is, to be fair. Yeah. Mm. You know, whether it is spirit, whether it is just literally energies that we create ourselves, um, whether it's atmospheric, I don't know. There's lots of theories on poltergeist. Mm. People straight away just think it's an evil, mysterious spirit, but mm. there's lots of things out there, isn't there, Gary? You mean? One. Poltergeist. One. i say this all the time at home. Is German. Polter meaning noisy, geist yeah. meaning ghost. Noisy oh, ghost. That's nice yeah. and easy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Noisy ghost. Mm -hmm. There you go. I um a while ago I heard God, it must be it must be years ago that I got told the difference between a ghost and a spirit. Um and I don't know if 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 this is if this resonates with you both as well, that a ghost mm -hmm. is a ghost is a memory, um, like a, like a, a recording mm. in time, right. and a spirit is an energy that you can communicate with. Hundred yeah. percent agree yeah. with that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's spot, on. spot on. Yeah, I think I think a ghost is more like a residual type of, like a memory, like an imprint that's been left. Mm. Yeah, and that's um, why they can walk through a wall. Still, the essence of that person. Yeah. 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 
different feel, isn't it, completely? Yeah, mm. yeah. And there's some uh, spirits um, that like to come back to the buildings or locations because they have a connection there, they have a fondness there, maybe a memory, and they just choose, their spirit chooses to come back and visit it. I suppose we won't know the truth until we, we're one ourselves. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah, we yeah, always yeah. say, don't we, Gary, our motto is we don't know any of the answers really, but we have fun trying to find them. Yeah, I find that fascinating, Rachel, with how, what you've just what you've you've just said about poltergeist and actually, is it our is it our energy? Have we yeah. built? Do we so therefore do we build that? Do we manifest that accumulative well, energy yeah, I mean, and do that ourselves? Yeah, especially negative energy. I, I I remember watching something on the television. It was last year, and it was regarding this woman kept calling in the priest because um, things were breaking in a house. The vases were just smashing and um, it was, it was awful. Things were just moving across the table and the priest kept going, laying down his blessing and everything else and clearing the house within a few weeks, she was calling him back. Mm. Anyway, he looked into it and this certain day her son was there in his teens, um, late teens and he walked in, a bit of an attitude, and he just looked at her and he said, can I just ask you, do you two get on? Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, we haven't been recently. And he went, okay, do you have arguments? And she went, oh, yeah, they're awful. And he says, okay, so have you found that this activity that you get happens after a big argument? She went, oh, my God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and he said, that's what it is. He said, you two between you are creating such negative atoms in your house. Yeah. It's it's literally moving things and crashing things. And I thought, you know what? Let's look at physics and science. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, like it a form of telekinesis. Yeah. You know, you're mm-hmm. putting that energy out there and it, it's it's got to disperse somewhere. And it jumps onto the nearest object and just sort of explodes off that nearest object. The mm-hmm. destruction. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. That's why you find it with a lot of teenagers, you know, the poltergeist activity is with uh, sort of younger teenagers. And that's where they're going through more of their angst and they've got all this energy that they're trying to get out where they're trying to figure out who they you know, are. Where they're trying to yeah. figure out who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they go through a lot of anger at that age. And there's yeah. a lot of poltergeists around young teenagers that's true yeah yeah actually that that really does resonate my mum is my mum she's not she's not here she's my mum's a retired minister and she used to be called out to different people's homes to clear energies from homes and things like suppose to not not exorcisms like 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 somebody on a bed but but to cleanse the energies in the house and um do that sort of thing and the majority of those houses like you were saying, Gary, there, teenagers, um, arguments in the house, mm. and that mm-hmm. that negative energy building up in the house, and it was yeah. it seemed to be that kind of household that she would go to mainly. Mm. Yeah, Fascinating. yeah. Well, it can it's can stay it. It can mm. stay imprinted into the fabric of the building, can't it? As well yeah. into the brickwork, mm. and maybe replay later on. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Negative energy attracts negative energy. Fear attracts fear. You see, fear. we can create energy, yeah. but then it never dies. It can't die. No. We can create mm. it, but then that's it, isn't it? So it has to, it has to do something. If, if we actually 
put on a energy can, uh, camera to see it, we'd be so amazed, wouldn't we? It'd be bouncing off walls, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's brilliant. What sort of places have you got any have you got any different places on your wish list at the minute? Oh, globes. <laughs> Alcatraz. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Definitely. Alcatraz isn't one of mine. Yeah, mine's mine's an unusual one. Mine's the um Torborg Forest, uh sort of in what they used to call Germania. And it's where the Germanic tribe, the Berserkers, slaughtered five thousand Roman soldiers. Wow. And there was oh, only five hundred right. of them. I would love to go into those woods because of all the people that was, you know, slaughtered in those woods. It'd be fascinating. Wow. Didn't know that one, Gary. It's a new one. It's me, just normal Alcatraz. You have to go into somewhere I've never heard of. What about any local? Are there any localish ones? To you that you'd like to do yeah we'd like to get into Bolsover castle but oh. and coningsborough castle but the the, the the want a lot of pennies yeah i can yes, imagine they do, don't they, you know we'd, we'd like somebody to just say oh you need to get rep for ghost hunters in here that's what we'd like um but yeah that some places are, are very very expensive but we'd love to investigate them mm, any old really pubs good. around here as well i mean we've done a few old pubs but you know, some of the off-beaten track old, old pubs. We'd love to get into any of those, really. Yeah, there was, there oh, was, don't we um, like history? Yeah. Because yeah. obviously you've, you've gathered that we like to do is history. Mm. Yeah. And I've got the best history man in the world. Oh, Gary. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if you're aware. Now, it used to be a pub. No, actually, I'll say the ground floor used to be a pub. I think there's about seven floors. And it's on the way out of Worksop on the A60 back towards... Mansfield Warsop Way mm-hmm. and it's an oh, old wow. place it's down an old lane called it used to be called the man I think it was called the manor you had about Worksop Manor aren't you Worksop Manor yeah now I yeah. used to go there when it was when they used to open the bar we used to go on a Sunday night we used to play board games around the open fire and all that sort of stuff oh, nice. but yeah as you went upstairs to, to the toilets I think on the first floor the energies up there were just amazing you you yeah there's been loads of spirits seen there I remember when I when I worked at the Manor House that I told you about, the woman a woman bought Worksop Manor, and she lived in there on her own, oh, and she was in a mess. She was an absolute mess. Wasn't that the servants' uh, quarters? That's all that's left, isn't it? The old Manor, the old Worksop Manor. It was destroyed by uh, the original, yeah, yeah, yeah. Duke of uh, Norfolk, I think it was. He pulled it all down, and what is what called Worksop Manor now? is what used to be the servants' quarters. Mm. But it's still massive. Yeah. yeah. It's still it's, massive. It's several but, floors. Yeah. What is it, like four or five floors or something, I think? <coughs> but, um, um, yes. Yeah. There is. There's about four or five floors. I actually had a little trip down there with Will um, in summer now, to see if we could get in. But Will's your assistant all, manager, isn't he? It's what? Will's your assistant manager, is he? Yeah. Yeah, Will's yeah. my assistant yeah. manager, yeah. Sorry, just so we know who we're talking about. That's Sorry. All. That's all right. He's also also obviously a paranormal investigator, as everybody is. Yeah, He's yeah. The biggest scary cat on the team. He is. <laughs> is he? All right, okay. Have you got so, a big team? How many's in your team, then? There's 11 of us. Yeah. Um, that's on the main main team, and then obviously I've got extra for, for moderators and stuff. So quite a large team. But it we're is, a, yeah. Uh, but, but a very good team. 
very gelled, very friendly. Um, we're like best, we're like all best mates, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So there's yeah, harmony yeah. there with the energies. Yeah. Mm. So what were you going to say, Phil? I was going to say I interrupted Rachel, uh, and you would, Rachel, you were just about to say you went down, you went down there, oh. down the lane. Oh yeah, the yeah. Uh, we went down there, and in the summer. And it's all literally, it's all like guarded off now and, you know, got a keypad and everything and the family are living in it now. Uh, so, but I'll tell you something, but they've got some stories. We used to love going there on a, we used to go on a, it was just like, we just went on a Sunday evening. Um, and I think it was, it was a gay couple that ran it. And I think one of them's mum lived with them or something, but it was a wow. fan, it was a fantastic place to go. Loved it. We loved it there. Um, Brilliant. So, yeah. so you do. Well, sorry, carry on. No, you're okay. We're just gonna just bear with me. What's the matter? Though? Is are we we're losing a bit of power? And let me just get some juice. <laughs> bear with me. Is that better? Right. Okay. We're back. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, how many? How many? investigations do you do per week like in a week because it, it seems like you're you you've constantly out in different places or there's somebody different out in different places i think have you been to i've been at crestwall crestwall this week i don't know it was yeah that we've done we did crestwall um you mean the event we did there the other night yes yeah yeah we did that as um they requested well they phoned up didn't they and requested us to go so we did a paranormal evening experimental evening but in front of a live audience it was fantastic we did energy experiments and i'll let you tell them actually gary because you did you was the man yeah me me and the the other one one of the other team members uh chris chris hartley he does most of the energy experiments but we uh what we do is we go up on live up on the stage and we do different sorts of energy experiments like we do get people into a circle and see if we can get any spirits in the building to, you know, push either one of them. Or we do deprivation experiments mm. where we put headphones on and blindfolds on, mm. right. and then we play a spirit box, and then the person that's got the headphones and blindfolds on uh, shouts out any words that they hear coming through the spirit box, and we sort of whisper questions to them. Obviously, they can't hear us, and see if we can get any correspondence with the their answers and our questions. And, uh, yeah, I mean... We get some really good evidence from that, don't we, actually? Do. Yeah, so th- there was a fair few people there. And a uh, good laugh, actually. It looked a like really a, good night. It looked like a good evening. I didn't I didn't realise you were there, to be honest. Was that was that a ticket thing, or did people have to... Was it, was it, what, a, was a, it a what, booking? sorry? Was it a ticket, ticket thing, event. or... Did people have to sorry. pay to, Did people pay to go? Was it a ticket event? Yes, yes, yeah. sorry. Yeah. It, yeah, it was a paid event, yeah. Well... Um, but with the ship, they've actually invited us back next week. Into next week, yeah, we're doing a hunt there as well. To do a to do a hunt, a live hunt, so on the main oh, page, fantastic. free. So yeah, oh, all exciting. One thing leads to another. She was very impressed, wasn't she, the landlady? I bet it was nice to be in a room full of like-minded individuals as well whilst she was absolutely, doing that. Absolutely, absolutely, and also of non-like-minded. Oh, yeah. a skeptic that actually yeah. came away and said, "Wow, that was good." <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I, I actually had a, one of the people that was there so come up to me afterwards and say, you know, I, I never believed in all this stuff, but tonight, you know, you've turned me into a believer. So, yeah. 
yeah, it's good. it's good to get that feedback off people. Sure. Yeah. How does I this... think it's I think for me it's more just getting people to become open rather than believe. I'm not bothered if they believe or not, but mm. it's to encourage people open yourself up a bit. You know, get yourself one with the with, with the spirit world and and also the earth. You know, it's there's so much out there. We do live in a very tight media type bubble. Yeah. Um where we just get on with his lives and go to work and everything else. We don't think about the afterlife or we don't think about, you know, what's going to happen to us or where we're from even. And some people have got a fear of, of it as well because some people are scared of dying. Yeah. And I think once you do open yourself up, you lose that fear of dying. I know I have. I, I'm not scared of dying anymore. I don't mean no. I want to go now, by the way. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I want to enjoy my life, but I don't have that. Fear. I used to lay in bed at night thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to die one day. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it would be it would be paralyzing some nights. Um, but I don't have that anymore. No. Not at all. No. Do you find, though, you know, with uh, what we've gone through with the lockdowns and that, that it has actually opened more people up because they've had that time to reflect. They've had that time yeah. out. And, yeah. um, you know, they're starting seeing these flashes out the corner of their eyes. They're hearing different sounds as well. And they, they're just more yeah, attuned with themselves, aren't they? I also have a theory as well that um, a lot of people, young people, are very into um, headspace, mindfulness. They yeah. are. Yeah. It's yeah. very popular, even, isn't it, now? Even the NHS now will guide you towards... Uh, mindfulness um i know i work for the nhs and we use it on patients um you know rather than medication we we, we encourage you know to do mindfulness and stuff yeah. which to me brings you know it's, it's it brings very <laughs> spiritual yeah, yeah yeah definitely i mean it's, it's kind of a, a banded about word now mindfulness and a lot of people like with uh illnesses and you know pain they hear that word and they're like oh god yeah not mindfulness <laughs> and when it's not actually explained to them correctly it, it that's why they get as feared of it really yeah. well they think yeah. it's coloring in it's about grounding yourself and and being positive giving you know having an attitude of gratitude yeah and things like that the law of attraction you know all the secrets it's all linked into that's right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely can you explain a bit more about the spirit box how it works Ooh. the spirit box yeah basically the spirit box <clears throat> excuse me is just a radio that's had um it's been sort of changed inside it so it just right. it just goes through all the frequencies without stopping okay so all you hear wow. is white noise right and it'll stop on a, a radio station for about 0.2 of a second yeah. so you're not really getting any words coming through so any words that you do hear yeah they're the words that you you speak out sometimes it is the radio station but it's surprising how many times that does correspond to the questions that are asked yeah. Occasionally, you do get other words coming through the white noise that isn't radio stations. Wow, that's amazing! Yeah, fabulous. I don't know why. That then we reminds... have our Alice Box, which we love, and Spirit Talker. Yeah. What are those? <laughs> well, the Alice Box is is actually a modified app into that's yeah. being made. But I don't know who made it. You know, I I forgot. Um, and it's basically a series of coded words within sort of like in the computer in yeah in the memory um, and you can add you can actually add 
your own sentences and words. Mm-hmm. So if you say if we go to say say for instance when we go to an REF base, yeah, we make sure that there's all relevant words in there so that there's an opportunity for spirit to be able to use it. But the the evidence we've had for the Alice box right. is phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah, I mean last last night it was last night the night before when we was at the REF base. Uh, our viewers was asking us to sing uh, "We'll Meet Again." Yeah, and that we can't because yeah. of copyright and things like that. You, yeah. you know, on Facebook, yeah, copyrighted. But as soon as they said, someone on the team said, "Oh, they want us to sing uh, We'll Meet Again," the Alice Box came up with the word Vera. Oh, fantastic! Oh, Vera Lane, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sorry, you know, there's there's no intelligence in that app for to know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that song relates to Vera. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 And plus we have the microphone turned off on there as well and we don't obviously have any internet while we're out and about roaming. So it is literally just the app. Yeah, yeah, you can't hear it. And what, what it is is they, 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 they think that spirits can manip- manipulate the, uh, the app and pick out the words that you know are in the bank yeah. and that's how they can communicate with us and we get some really good evidence with those. Oh, interesting. Brilliant. So what other tools do you use within your... Um, well, as, as you well. know, we've got a sponsor, Paranormal Electronics, John Tanner. Mm-hmm. He's our sponsor. So he provides us with all our equipment. So we, we have the typical REM pod, yeah. EVP, but then we also move on to like, we've got Parabeacon, we've got Paratunes. Yeah. Um, K2 yeah, K2 meters with um, Trifield meter. Oh, gosh. Uh, and the, the standard... Um Sensor lights as well, you know, that you put in your wardrobe when the door opens, the light comes on. Yeah. They have a dome that we, we use those as well. So if there's anything nearby the actual light, that will light up. And oh. and we also use flashy balls. Yeah, oh, flashy yes. balls. Brilliant. Love them. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever use trigger objects as well whilst you're doing investigations? Yeah, yeah we do. And we've just been talking actually recently about setting up a trigger case, don't we? Yeah. So within that case, we would put things like um, an old Bible, marbles, yeah. coins, yeah. you know, different relevant things like Med- that. Medals. Medals. Um, and, and basically have a collection of some old artifacts. Um, so we're actually in, in talks with that. What's up? I'm just looking where the haunted doll is. Oh, it's in, it's in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> the haunted what? Doll? Doll. 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 Haunted doll. Uh-huh. <laughs> Has this Absolutely. doll got a name? That was from John, wasn't it? From Paranormal. Yeah, it's funny. called Absinthe. <laughs> Absinthe. <laughs> Very good. A lot of the of a lot of the equipment sounds quite high tech. High tech. Yeah. yeah you were talking about. I've heard of an EMF meter. I've got one of those actually. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's your basic standard kit, really, yeah, for any ghost hunter. You would your, your standard kit would be a REM pod, an EVP, and an EMF. Your EVP is electric voice phenomena, which picks up slightest sound. Mm. Your EMF meter is to measure the electric magnetic field around you. So, if you're in an abandoned building, nothing, no, no electrics at all, uh, and you start spiking, mm. yeah. then there's, there's a reason for that. And mm. if it cut you cut collabs with what you're saying and asking yeah. that's when you would put that down as maybe paranormal yeah, I, su- I suppose I, I think one of our, our really good pieces of equipment is just the phones that we film with mm, because yeah. Yeah. The, the amount of times that 
you know, people on the live hear things that we don't mm. when we're there or we go back and watch it and you'll hear a voice. We did one at, um, uh, at Lost Chapel of Horton and Rachel said, I'm in charge here or something like that. And then there's a voice, wasn't it, going, no, I am. Oh. <laughs> I, said, um, I said, right, let's do an EVP. I said, let's be quiet because that's my standard thing. Right, get your foot in, let's be quiet. And when we played it back, it was actually Trevor Bailey. When we played it back, um, it actually there's a voice in there that says, "You be quiet." Oh, <laughs> and I cannot describe to you how evil that, that sounded. Was. It was awful. So a few months later, cocky Rachel said, "Let's go back to that Lost Church of Horton because I'm going to challenge that that bugger." Yeah, and uh, we ended up going back, and it threw me up against the wall. And give me all signs that I was having a heart attack and a panic what? attack. Wow. I ended up nearly stripping all my clothes off, didn't I? I was, I, it was absolutely freezing, like frost on the ground. Yeah. And I'm like pulling my cardigan off, my scarf off, coat. <laughs> like, they were like, please, uh, stop rage. <laughs> but I just got hot. Um, I've never, ever felt so affected in my life. It was awful awful but um we haven't been back since <laughs> not the third time not yet yeah mm. yeah when i've been on some investigations there's one thing that i've always done is before the investigation starts i go around each room or wherever the the venue is and i just take standard photos on my phone and then after the event the day after i'll zoom in to every sort of uh, millimeter of that uh, shot in each room and it's surprising what it picks up, you know, different phenomena yeah, well that, when you least expect you, it. Yeah, definitely. We use our viewers for that. Obviously, they do screenshots yeah. for us. Yeah. And the stuff that we have through is amazing. So those are so, so sort of like valuable to us. Um, you might hear us on his investigation say, screenshot, screenshot, especially yeah. if we feel mm -hmm. something there or say if the meter's going off or something, we'd be like, screenshot, guys, screenshot. And it's amazing what comes out through the lens of the camera because it's different yeah. to our eyes. It, is. it, it yeah. picks up more. It's really good. Some of them are very subtle, though, aren't they? And they're open to interpretation, some of the images that you can find on these things. Yeah. Um, but they never, they never fail, the spirit, in my experience anyway. They, they always, as long as you go in with that, uh, that open heart, open mind, and you know you use uh, well when you say spirit never fails we actually get slated because we get evidence don't we yeah we do yeah they say oh how can you get evidence you're only in there for you know an hour and a half but but you go in do. with the right intentions don't you you that respectfulness and you know with that like 100%. Say, yeah and it's always given back to you when you go in like that yeah so well the thing is if it's if it's deemed to be haunted we only really go to places that we knows haunted we don't we're not ones that'll just pick any abandoned building and think oh we'll go there because it'll do it'll do us a it'll do us alive there's yeah. loads of places that we've been to do an urban explore and we do that for, on our supporters page and sometimes i'll come out of that place and say no good for a ghost don't know it's not haunted but it's brilliant but it's not haunted yeah you know and we won't just 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 do anywhere would we Mm. we went to um, we went and did a vigil in the summer didn't we glenn and julia we were, as mm. for the podcast we went out yeah. on location and we went to trinity, trinity chapel. chapel i don't know if you've heard of that and it's an old it's actually 
it's an old Druid site, but then after it was a Druid site, there was a Church of England church built there as well. So it's literally just the four the four walls Walls of a church in a forest. Um, It's near Brackenfield, near near Derbyshire, near close to. I suppose yeah, close to yeah. I've, I've been there myself. It's uh, it's an amazing place, isn't it? But I love it. it was built sort of only a couple of hundred years ago by a a, a chap that wanted to employ the local men because there was no work. Yeah, and he just decided to build this folly, didn't he? And it was uh, and people say, oh, it's in an ancient Druid temple, but it's not. It's, it's set out in the same way as Druid temples because he went around Europe looking at all these places and then decided to build one. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's actually. I mean, where, what I'm talking about is the ru- it's it's the ruins of an actual Anglican church, a chapel. Oh right, sorry, wrong place then. Yeah, but <laughs> but before it was a chapel, it was a druid site. Right, a, a lot of churches you, you will find are on ley lines. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. The, the, there there's can... been sort of all sorts of different worshiping on there going back before the churches, mm. yeah. and they're on ley lines where ley lines cross. You and can, that's where they sort of the the druids and you know the ancient Britons used to uh, yeah used to do their worshiping, and then as sort of Christianity came in, they they took the Christians took over the site and mm. built their temples on the same places. So yeah. you, you will find that with most churches, you can feel, you can definitely feel that. Oh, where You'll have to send late. me a pin for that one. Oh, definitely, oh, Rachel. <laughs> you'd you'd love that one. You have to yeah. walk through yeah. a few cow pats to get there. You do. But, it's well worth it. I've walked through many car parts, don't worry, love. <laughs> but you'd love that one. You'd love that there, actually. Went on one and they started chasing me. Me and Adam. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, it's Trinity Chapel in Brackenfield near, uh, it's, cl- it's on oh, the way to Matlock. It's on the way okay. to Matlock. Never um, not heard of that one, so that's great. Mm. Yeah. Have you been to Skidbrook? Oh, I have many times. Brilliant place. That's one of our favourite places, isn't it? Um, yeah, we once we do, we do a Christmas special from Skidbrook. Oh. Yeah, we do carols from Skidbrook at Christmas as well. Oh, fantastic! Uh-huh. There's a lot of energy you can capture on your uh, electronic oh, devices. We got there. some fantastic evidence with the grid pen one once. Um, we went on Halloween and I walked in and there was like about ten teams there. Oh, and I thought I'm sitting this up this one out until we last one's in. Yeah, and. Yeah. There was just two other people from another team, but we ended up investigating together. And I asked Thomas to walk across the grid pen, and he did. And we, we actually got him on the grid pen and walking past, and it was fabulous. That's amazing. Yeah, it is a really good setting. It's nice just to sit there in the chapel um, about two or three in the morning, just with the camera rolling um, towards the, the bell tower there. And the yeah. amount of energy that you can capture and see there, you can even hear feet there walking in. It's uh, a great We've had place. all sorts of evidence there, haven't we? We've had bright lights. We've had, yeah. we've got a bride. Yeah. A we've bride? got an paper with that wow. one, didn't we? And a monk in the graveyard. Yeah. Um, Thomas the monk, yeah. What are you looking at? I heard that. Oh. I thought, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> behind us. Don't stop him. <laughs> I've got, I've got um, a Fiat 500 where the roof comes down. Oh, I can, yeah. I'm just waiting for pause. Yeah. Pause on fabric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. You were talking about how you go in with 
utmost respect and things like that when you when you're doing an investigation. Do you have any set? I don't want to call them rituals, but when you go into a place, do you do you have a set prayer that you say together or anything like that? Or okay, yeah, I know what you mean. But grounding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, what we used to do. We used to, when I first started, we used to literally hold hands in a circle, ground ourselves down to the earth's core and everything else. Yeah. As we've become more experienced in what we do, I've given my team their own sort of like judgment, really. And the team, each individual team member has their own beliefs, Yeah. their own spiritual beliefs. So now they come to the hunts grounded themselves yeah. and also, you know, ground themselves as they leave. And I've left it to the individuals. Yeah, yeah. We're all aware. We all have our own beliefs and stuff like that. So I think when you're standing in a circle, listening to somebody say, do this, do that. Yeah, yeah. What about if you don't think that works? Yeah, mm. yeah. So I think it's better for the individuals. Some people mm. come with crystals, some keep bracelets. Yeah. Some people just come being positive so that's what we do now don't we yeah i used to wear a an obsidian necklace like a circle of obsidian brilliant yeah uh but until, until recently about two weeks ago i took it off and i've been actually getting more affected haven't i these yeah. past these past yeah. couple of weeks since i've taken it off right. then you know nothing really not used to happen to me but since i've taken it off I found when I when I do the deprivation experiment, you know, during a live, I'm getting a lot better results through that. Now, whether it's psychosomatic or mm. what, I don't know. Mm. But that's that. That was my only grounding that I did. So now, do yeah. you, do you both find that um, after your hunts, you have like a spiritual hangover the next day? Yeah, that's after McDonald's, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, that'll do. Oh, we, yeah. we have to have a debrief. A debrief. We could do it being sponsored by McDonald's, I'm telling you. Big <laughs> um, But yes, we, um, we do. We Explain, I don't know. Repeat again, sorry. Can you repeat that bit again? Yeah, it's like the day after a hunt. Do you find that you have a, a spiritual yeah, hangover? Paranormal so, hangover. Yeah, you yeah. feel lethargic yeah. and you've got to wait for that yeah, energy absolutely to build up. shattered. Can't be yep. bothered to get up. That's <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you do get that, yeah. Yeah, it, you do become sort of like you're laying a little bit, you know. When you think it's almost like a night shift. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because we, we get home at 2, 3 in the morning. You know, then I have to unwind. You you go and watch it in garden, don't you? Yeah. Weirdo. <laughs> Even in snow, it sits in garden. <laughs> it's never cold, are Gary? Never cold. And um, gone. <laughs> but yeah, the next day you can feel a little bit drained. That's Your it. energies have drained. Mm. Yeah, definitely so. Yeah, you, it's just because you sort, of, especially with filming live and being live on Facebook as well. You've got that added extra pressure pressure where you of course not not that we not that we make anything up but you, you kind of got one little bit aware that people are watching at the same time yeah and you know sometimes when it goes a bit flat you're there thinking oh god i wish something would happen but you don't make it happen do you know what i mean you've got that yeah. as well yeah as well as concentrating on everything that's going on I do, I do i don't know if you've noticed but i do run a pretty tight ship Yes. As in, it comes I don't across. do drama, don't allow any drama on the team yeah. um, to be shown out. I'm not saying we don't have drama, because obviously we do have 
drama within his own selves, but mm-hmm. we deal with it ourselves. Mm-hmm. We never, ever let it get out there. Um, and also try to be respectful when we're filming. Um, yeah. You know, I know people can swear sometimes because you're in a situation where you're going to get frightened and you might yeah. swear. <laughs> Or, you know, but I, I try to, I say to the team, try not to swear because, mm. you know, the audience that we want to watch, we want people to watch, watch. Yeah, everybody, mm. you know, everybody. And I don't want to put a camera on, them to people watch a camera are. and them to, oh God, no, I'm not watching them. Yeah. Dirty yeah. Mouse or whatever. Yeah. You know, we just want to be respectful. We want to come across as, and not only that, we're talking to people that they may be dead. But yeah. we're talking to people, yeah. you know, and you don't want to come on and say, oh, you know, swearing and acting vulgar and stuff mm. in front of spirit that was people. That's yeah. And probably yeah. quite respectful because a lot of the places we go are old. Yeah, yeah. a lot, lot of the places, you know, they've got dukes and earls and, you know, ladies. So we have to be respectful to them as we would have been in... Um, in real life, you know, yeah. in their real life, yeah. we've sure. just been plebs on the street. So, <laughs> well, that's been great there. So, yeah. uh, how can people find you? Yeah, Have so you got a website. Yeah, tell us about any ways that people can contact you and how where they can Call find you, you on Facebook. Right. And- okay, well, we as as main sort of like you know to see us is on Facebook because that's where we run our lives. Obviously, yes, yeah. Um, we also put some of our lives on YouTube. Um, we've got a little bit of a TikTok set up, haven't we? Yeah. And Instagram. Yeah. But as main as main thing is is Facebook, really. So if you fancy watching a live ghost hunt, um, three or four times a week, we're out. Fantastic. Or if you've got a location for us, yeah. <laughs> go, on, go on the Facebook page and go to the blue messenger button at the top and send us a message. Yeah. yeah I will or you de- want us to come to your place or I anything will, like that. I will so. definitely send you the location for Trinity Chapel because you will love Thank that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, That's brilliant. And I'm looking forward to watching Crestwall next week. What night are, yeah. you, at, what, what night are you at Crestwall? I can't remember. I got my diary on me. Oh, well, uh, it'll be on Facebook. Is it next round, Tuesday? It? it could be, yeah. I think it might be next Tuesday. I will look out for that one because it is literally around the, that is literally, I'm, I'm literally around the corner from Elmton. Well, why don't so, you come and join us then? Uh, oh, oh. Fabulous. I think we're going to you, be uh, running out of time. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I, will, I will message you. I will give you, I'll send you a message. Okay. Um, thank you very much Brill. and good night. Thank you very much. Uh, namaste, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Gary. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. You're thank welcome. You thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you for listening and continuing to support the Full Circle Podcast. We would love for you to subscribe and share. Don't forget to find us on our official Facebook page.
Until next time, have a good time, all of the time.